Hi, this is David Mattin and you're listening to New World Same Humans number 87, All Life is Here, published on the 24th of October 2021. You can find the links included in this instalment and a link to the text version on the New World Same Humans article page where this podcast is embedded. So, let's go. I've been thinking a lot across the last few days about trend and foresight methods. That's thanks to a new project that I'm hugely excited about. I'll be able to tell you more soon. But this week, a quick and early note on the direction my thinking is heading in. This note lays foundations I'll build on in the coming months. And at its heart is a single idea that we must revolutionise the foresight industry in the decades ahead. So much of my work, including this newsletter, orbits around a single framework. It's about the collision between a changing world, including new technologies, and fundamental human needs and values. I've said it now a million different ways. New world, same humans. Our fundamental shared nature doesn't change. But when it's brought into contact with a changing world... New human behaviours and mindsets emerge. What's more, if we can see them emerging, we can serve them by making new products, services and experiences. That's a powerful foresight framework. There's a lot to be said for making things that people want. But there's also a problem with all this. Across the last hundred years or so, we've walked a long way down the path of I want Now that phrase echoes through every part of the advanced consumer societies that we inhabit. I want, I want, I want. And we all know the consequences. The path we've travelled has led us to societies injured by inequalities, disinformation and apathy, and to an existential environmental crisis. We need a new way. It seems to me, then, that the framework I'm talking about needs to be augmented. We need now a model that looks beyond individual people and a narrow understanding of their changing wants. Instead, we need to see those people as they are, inextricably embedded in systems, both social and planetary. Design thinkers have already started to address that challenge. Last year in their Trends 2020 report, the iconic design and agency Fjord talked about the need to move from human-centred design, which privileges the individual user, to life-centred design, which takes a holistic view of people as inhabitants of social and environmental ecosystems. Design, in other words, that takes into account the lives of every human and non-human forms of life too. In these terms, then, I'm searching for a life-centred foresight The terms and the search are new. We may find better ways to describe it. But what really matters here is the challenge that all this, that life-centred design, poses to the foresight industry. In the decade ahead, if the industry is to evolve in any meaningful sense, and if it's to help solve so many of the problems it claims to be interested in, then this is the revolution we need. The industry likes to trade on an image of creative rebellion. Let's think outside the box, guys. In reality, its outputs are often intended to support a corporate status quo that damages society and the planet. If the foresight industry wants to help lead us to a radically different future, then it must first radically transform itself. 
Of course, this is easier to talk about than it is to enact. How can it be done? No one has the answer yet, certainly not me. In the end, this is about the creation of new frameworks, models and methods that allow us to analyse the complex social and planetary systems that humans are embedded in. We might start by modelling not only people, but also the oceans, rainforests and atmosphere as agents with their own needs and values. We recognise the legal personhood of corporations, why not do the same for ecosystems? Meanwhile, we must think more deeply about the dark impulses that are also a part of our shared nature, but that tend to be ignored by foresight and innovation methods, such as those towards power, deception, self-aggrandizement and chaos. We must find new ways to model and analyse the unintended consequences of the products and services that our foresight helps corporations to build. In all this, complexity is the key challenge. The social and ecological systems that we live inside are endlessly interconnected and unpredictable. That's part of the reason that simulations which can model this complexity will become an ever more important tool in the hands of foresight practitioners. That, in short, is the challenge. We must move away from foresight that tends to privilege a narrow, atomized view of people and the I want that resounds so deafeningly across the consumer society. Instead, we should move towards new models that imagine and so help us realise futures that are radically better for all. I'll be writing more about this soon. In the meantime, if you want to think aloud on this subject, then join me inside the New World Same Humans Slack group this week. Humans of Earth, thanks for listening this week. If this instalment resonated with you, then stay tuned for news of a New World Same Humans project that will empower you to dive much deeper into trend and foresight methods. And now you've reached the end of this week's instalment, why not take a second to forward the email to one person, a friend, family member or colleague who'd also find it valuable or share New World Same Humans across one of your social networks and let people know why you think it's worth their time. All you have to do is navigate back to the article page where this podcast is embedded and hit the share button. I'll be back as usual on Wednesday with New Week Same Humans. Until then, be well.